Hi, and welcome to the Circle of Film Podcast. I'm Ryan, and join me as we step into someone great in today's review episode. What's this? What's this? The simply sensational standing ovation of Royal Dalton Musical. What is this? This is where you want to be. What is this? Someone great. Maybe you haven't heard about it. It's a Netflix movie. Uh, I didn't hear about it when it, whenever it actually fi- officially was released. But having finally, yesterday, finished uh, the first round of revisions on my book, I was just, I don't know, I've, I've been kind of out of the loop for a couple of weeks now, and got to get back into the saddle and, and watching some more stuff, and I ended up watching Someone Great, and I didn't have any expectations, and the ones, and, and if I did, they would not have been lofty. Uh, you know, I, it, it's, it's a small film, it's directed by Jennifer Caton Robinson, whose only film she's directed, according to Letterboxd, it stars Gina Rodriguez, Brittany Snow, Dewan DeWise, uh, with Lakeith Stanfield, and Rosaria Dawson making an appearance, and it's really not a, um, I don't know, it's a pretty small and light film. It's a really easy watch. It's only an hour and a half long. It moves real quick. It's about Rodriguez, Snow, and Wise, uh, who play Jenny, Blair, and Aaron, three best friends who live in New York. Uh, Gina Rodriguez's character, Jenny, has gotten a new job and is about to move to San Francisco. And at the start of the film, breaks up with her boyfriend, or more accurately, he breaks up with her, uh, is, is kind of the catalyst for the story that we see. And like I said, I, I wouldn't have had high hopes if I had any hopes for this. It was just one of those movies I put on, and I don't know, I kind of became interested in it. And I think there are a couple of big reasons for why that is. The first is the chemistry between the three leads. I think they're great together. I think they do such a great job of feeling like people who have been best friends for 10, 15, who knows how long years. Um, they they really embody a, a kind of friendship and, and caring for each other and devotion and support system for each other that isn't perfect. Uh, there are definitely some... some peculiar peculiarities uh, between them, uh, not least of which is uh, a very heavy reliance on on drugs and alcohol. But outside of that, there's definitely a lot of goodwill and a lot of good intentions behind uh, these three women who are, you know, willing to do whatever they can to, to help each other. And I think that's awesome. I, I love that. That was such so great to see and, and watch and feel because you can really feel the the commitment that they have excuse me the commitment that they have for each other through the film the second and second most important thing that i think really helps this film and makes it all the more enjoyable is the way the story is told 
So like I said, one of the first things that happens in the movie is Lakeith Stanfield breaks up with Gina Rodriguez. And half of the movie is, well, maybe a little more than half, right? 60% of the movie following is about her either trying to get over it or understand it or come to terms with it or wrap her head around it and, and her friend's uh, efforts to, to help her along that journey. But the other 40% is flashbacks of the relationship, when it was good, when it was bad, when it was up, when it was down, um, whether she, whether she, Gina, Jenny, is doing something and uh, an item she picks up or, or a place she sees reminds her of a thing that happened between her and him, or whether somebody says something and it reminds her of what he used to say, or she remembers a good moment and you know wants to get back with him, or remembers a bad moment and, and it kind of comes crashing down again. You know, I, I there sometimes they're you know brief blink and you miss them shots. Other times it's a full scene uh, that that really does a great job of fleshing out who these characters are, why they were together, what made them so special, how they were able to stay together for nine years. You know, they were together, together for a very long time, and uh, it's simultaneously you know heartbreaking and tragic but it's it's very bittersweet because you know we see them very very much in love a lot of the time and and it's a difficult sort of um vicarious experience so i think those two elements uh push this into a very enjoyable movie for me and one I would feel comfortable saying like, hey, you should watch this, check this out. Maybe it's maybe it's your bag, maybe it isn't, but it, it's, I think, something, there's something there to it and it's worth uh, uh, at least a, a, a preliminary look, even if the sort of plot, the type of movie it is, isn't one that necessarily appeals. But that's that's kind of the starting point. That's That's where we're launching off from the movie isn't perfect uh you know like i said there's a seemingly over reliance on on drugs and alcohol which <sighs> they do a lot of stuff in this movie and, and at times it's it's happening so quickly that i can't really keep up uh which doesn't help the fact that you know i don't do drugs at all or drink at all myself so i wouldn't really know what effects what they do and drink would have on a person and whether or not those are accurate or you know that who knows about that however it never feels like they um, suffer or have a setback they don't you know i think one person throws up through this entire movie and it's barely anything and i feel like they drink literally from morning till night uh, so I don't know uh, take some take you know leap of faith take some liberties maybe but it just it felt like a lot it really felt like a lot to me uh, there's some other sort of tertiary characters uh, so I mentioned Rosaria Dawson she's really only in one scene uh, which is fine like she does her thing and and did kind of feel like 
Netflix just kind of pulled her out of the stable for this one moment in the interim between all the uh, Marvel Netflix shows. Uh, you also have RuPaul, who shows up in one scene in this movie. Uh, Peter Vack, uh, who I've seen in like one other thing, maybe two other things, is in a couple of scenes. He was kind of meh. It's tough because when you have these three women at the center center of this movie who are giving really good performances and have great chemistry with each other, if someone comes in and enters the scene who doesn't have that, uh, it, it really, really stresses um, the integrity of the shot. And Peter Vack, I don't know, a lot of the times he's in the movie... It's only with one, maybe two of the other characters. Whereas Alex Moffat never works. Oh man, hated him in this movie. Uh, he plays Will, um, who is the boyfriend of Brittany St Snow's character, Blair. And uh, he did not work at all for me. Uh, the other, Another character is Rebecca Naomi J Jones, who plays the uh, female companion um, at the start of the film to, to Wanda Wise's character, Aaron. She felt fine. You know, she's more of more in the Peter Vac Matt range where I don't think she has quite the level of chemistry with any of the other actors that, you know, Brittany Snow and Gina Rodriguez and Wanda Wise have, but she definitely doesn't feel out of place, if that makes sense. So that's kind of the sort of Achilles heel of having a trio or I mean any number of characters who dominate a, sh a film in that if the rest of your characters can't, if the rest of your actors can't keep up, it becomes very noticeable very fast. Uh, moving on, we got um, Lakeith Stanfield in this movie. Um, he breaks up with Gina Rodriguez, and the subsequent fallout of this... And, and, you know, the movie is never told through his eyes uh, to, I think, the movie's credit. You know, this is Gina Rodriguez's movie. It's her story. It's her feelings. It's her reactions. And what we do get from Stanfield, who, who plays Nate, is just his actions and his words through her eyes and, and more importantly, through her memories. And... One of the things that I really enjoyed about that was how when he's in these memories and in these sort of past moments, we're able to kind of see a little bit of a, I want to say hesitancy, but it's not quite that. It's more of a um, dependency, I think, on... Gina Rodriguez's feelings at the time of when the flashback is happening. So he doesn't get like a direct narrative through this movie. So his character doesn't change organically as we see it. His character suits the purpose of her feelings when she brings up the memory, right? So we can go from him being perfect idyllic boyfriend in one minute and the very next minute he can be jackass number one uh you know and there's no 
through line for his character between those two scenes, there's a through line for Gina Rodriguez's character. And I think that puts a lot of pressure on Lakeith Stanfield because he's not, you know, growing through this movie. He is just sort of snapshotted at various points along some different story being told, and we just get to see that. And I think he does such a good job of never feeling out of place, never feeling uh, just lost or or outside of this character that he's playing. He always feels like he fits in the story. He always feels like he fits in the uh, relationship, wherever whatever point that's at. Uh, when we see him with Gina Rodriguez's character and just Lakeith Stanfield, man, love Lakeith Stanfield, and, and I think he does an incredible job in this, um, on par with the trio of of ladies leading the film. Um, outside, you know, some of the more technical things, like I don't know, this isn't a film that's really gonna jump out as far as like costumes or, or production design are concerned. Uh, the score is forgettable. The aesthetic, the cinematography, that kind of stuff, not tip, not not terribly innovative or creative or um, surprising. I think the cinematography of anything is the one thing that maybe has a little little interest to it, uh, particularly some of the ways that we see the transition into the flashbacks and or the transition out of the flashbacks. But for the most part, it's it's pretty straightforward stuff. And so that kind of leaves it all on the writing. And the writing is... I, I, I was about 20, 30 minutes into this movie. And I think I was already convinced that this was going to be something I really enjoyed. I think most of that hinged on the characters of the main the main characters but they all talk somewhat unorthodox <laughs> somewhat un- unorthodoxly because they say things in a way that I don't know as ever are ever said that those ways and if you watch the movie you kind of understand you might understand what I mean but it's a really jarring I, it, I don't know it's it's tough to describe it definitely does not sound authentic but a lot of the times it does sound like, oh, that's a great way to say whatever. Or, you know, I think the the pressure was on the director and, and the team to make it so that what they were saying felt like it belonged in the movie that they're showing us. And most of the time, I think it does. There are times where I think it veers a little too far outside of reality uh but a lot of the dialogue is fun but not always real in my opinion again i don't live in new york i am not a 29 30 year old woman uh so maybe maybe it's not maybe it's a hundred percent accurate i don't know could be uh, the music in this is a lot of fun. Uh, a couple of good, a lot of good, good soundtrack to this movie. I think uh, a couple of songs in it that I wanted to listen to afterward. And 
I guess just like the way the story ends. So like, obviously the point is it's it's Jenny coming to terms with this breakup, with this relationship and, and what it means for her and whether or not she can get over it or renew it or whatever the situation might be. And I think the movie ends up in a place that feels very rewarding because I, I, you know, in a, in a, in a binary sort of way, either they get back together or they don't. Right. And I think that is an boring way to look at a plot like this because the more interesting element is thinking of it uh, on the turn along the terms of does her character reach the appropriate conclusion based on what we know as the viewers uh, of what transpired and does that give us insight into who she is as a character in her life how do her best friends Brittany Snow, Amanda Wise impact her journey are they helping her hindering her are they going through a parallel journey alongside her are they going through an opposite journey alongside her and I think where we end up getting is kind of a very by the numbers sort of narrative structure which is you know we wrap up one of the side characters we wrap up another of the side characters and then they all kind of converge and we wrap up the main character's story and it is kind of that simple but it also really just works on that level i think it avoids it kind of it kind of ends up avoiding being quote unquote cliche by being more cliche if that makes sense it, it follows a path that is simple and easy to understand and by doing so it makes the film a little bit more than that and so I really enjoyed watching it. I think it's light and airy of a film, but it's also worth watching. I think it's it's enjoyable and you can put it on in the background or whatever or you know, put it on while you're doing laundry or something and it'll just uh It'll flow. It just, it flows, man. It just flows. So, someone great. It's not great, but uh, it's it's enjoyable. It's definitely enjoyable. And, you know, Netflix. Who knew, right? Um, they still, I don't know. I think it doesn't have to be this big, you know, huge bird box type movie it can just be this smaller barely any fanfare thing and if it gets to the right people i mean and it should you know this type of movie most types of movies get to the people they're aimed at and i think this one will do pretty well in that with that audience so someone great someone great and that's kind of all we got uh, today. Like I said, still trying to get back into the... I don't know, I was only a week off, man. Like, it doesn't feel like I took 
I paid a time off, but my mind was definitely not on movies and was definitely in a lot of other places and um, just trying to work back into this thing. So for now, that's it. Uh, a couple of shorter episodes. Uh, excited, super excited to do Friday's episode, which will be John Wick, Chapter 3, Parabellum. And I am so excited to see that movie. Thank you for listening to today's episode. It does mean a lot. If you would like to follow me, you can find me on Twitter at Circle of Film, on Letterboxd at Circle of Film. You can head over to the website, circleoffilm.com, or email circleoffilm at gmail.com. You can support the show by liking, rating, reviewing, and subscribing uh, on whatever podcast method you listen. Uh, or support the show by heading over to patreon.com slash circleoffilm for as little as eight cents an episode. If you would like to... I think that's it, actually. Nope, I think I covered everything. All right, that's it. Uh, Thank you for listening to today's episode, and as always, have a week. So long, farewell, I'll be the same goodnight. I know she'll never leave me, even as she fades from view. So long, farewell, I'll be the same adieu. Nothing's really left or lost without a trace. Nothing's gone forever, only out of place. So long, farewell, au revoir, I'll be the same. Wait a minute. Wait a minute.